Hey everyone, welcome to the Business High Podcast, the podcast for startups, entrepreneurs, small businesses, and everyone in between. Today we're going to be talking to you a little bit about networking, so let's roll intro. Oh, I just realized you don't have headphones today, so you didn't get to hear the great intro. No, no, ever since we oh. removed my headphones. I'm so sorry. We really, we need to replace that headphone jack. Yeah, we do. That's, but I'm keeping these. I actually prefer to talk without headphones. It makes me for, feel more in the conversation. Yeah, you. Whenever I put headphones on, I feel like I'm listening to myself and overthinking everything I'm saying. So it like really freezes me up. Really, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, but the intro music. I could kind of hear it yeah, from yours just a little bit. Yeah, it's how pretty about, loud. How about next time? I'll just I'll like ah, angle fine. the headphones toward you so you can. Yeah, because you got to get in that little jam. A little bit, no. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I I I love that stuff anyway. So, so what are we talking about today? <laughs> today we're talking about the power of networking. Um, networking. Networking. You know, I used to despise it. Used to hate it. I used to hate Hated it. Now it. I go to every networking meeting. Love. Luckily, networking. they're all virtual these days. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, I'm able to that make does, every yeah. single one. I have no. <laughs> I have no reason You're not to, rushing all over the place. Yeah. You're not having to deal with traffic or the, yeah. You could just wear like the top half of your outfit. Mm. Well, but. <laughs> no pants on. The, I, you know, I don't like to do that. I, I prefer <laughs> like a full outfit because it puts me into like the mindset for me for Zoom. I, I, I was kidding. I work in the office every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, it's funny because I remember so when we first launched um, like way back in the day. I hated networking. Like I felt so overwhelmed with everything that was already on my list of things that I needed to do and needed to figure out that networking back then seemed like this chore. I can see that, especially if, okay, say you before you had to go to this networking meeting for an hour and a half. That means you have to pad in at least 30 minutes to 45 minutes before and after to get there and back. So that was two and a half hours out of your day that you couldn't work, that you were being forced to network as opposed to right. doing this stuff right. that you felt well, was. And it also probably didn't help that at the time when, when I launched Troopster, I was still serving in, in the Navy. So actually for three years, I was coming home exhausted, having spent the whole day in uniform. And then I would have essentially 45 minutes to like eat on the way to this networking event that was about 30 minutes away. And it was just, it was already like really so stressful. stressful. Yeah. yeah. Real stressful. And then I get home really tired and you, you feel as though you're saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah. That is one thing I, I noticed that I feel repeating myself and I don't know who's been in the room before the last time I gave my spiel. <laughs> it's, but I right. still say the same thing anyways. I'm like, well, there's definitely new faces here. So yeah. Yeah. It gets to a point where, um, you walk into a room and you you essentially like black out and then you wake back up and because you've said the same thing a hundred times that your brain can just say your intro without even thinking about it. See, that's the, the interesting thing about uh, doing a Zoom conference because yeah. you say it one time and everybody hears you at the <laughs> right. same time. You don't have to repeat yourself. <laughs> You don't have to have like small talk. You don't have to have all these like things that like normally this. happen. And if someone's small talking, you could just turn your face, your, your video off. 
<laughs> they want to small talk. You just turn the video off. You're obviously not available for small talk. You know. Turn it on whenever they're ready to start the conference. Wow. <laughs> That's what I do. Wow. You just if I'm if I'm like really busy and I like don't want to, you know. Right. Because it's already hard enough to build rapport over over Zoom. Yeah, it's you're, straight you're, to business on yeah. Zoom. You you feel like you're faking it whenever you're on a video chat. I don't know why. Like whenever you're faking the small talk, it feels so forced. Right. Right. So I, uncomfortable. Yeah. I wonder if other people feel that. Maybe. I mean, I do. I definitely think that we're we're headed into this new, um, like generation. Of, everything's gonna of be online. Every, everything's gonna be yeah virtual, and I, yeah, I like it. A lot of companies are getting rid of the office space right now. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of a lot of companies are downsizing. No, no need to pay this overhead whenever you have your employees right. doing the exact same thing from home. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a huge cost saving, but. Something I really want to touch on for this conversation is how powerful networking can be, especially when you are an entrepreneur or like a small business or a startup. Yeah, absolutely. I love networking. And and the reason why I've learned to love it is because networking doesn't work if you're not going to make connections outside of that event. If you're not going to follow up with people, if you're not going to have meetings after one-on-one with that person, where it's no small talk, it's all business. So I've realized that if you utilize these networking groups, you can you have to make the most out of them. They're not going to do anything for you if you just show up and then leave. That's that's true. Um, but something you do really have to be careful of is, and this is something I learned absolutely the hard way. I would say the first two years I was running myself ragged because I, I was making meetings with like every person who asked, like everyone. And by, I would say by the end of maybe eight months of straight networking, I was bouncing from network group group to networking group, trying to get like push the troops to brand everywhere. And I got so sick and tired of having lunch meetings with like financial advisors. Uh, Yeah. And and with like, no offense, financial advisors. Yeah, no, no offense, no offense. Um, but you guys are like vultures. (laughs) And, uh, <laughs> no offense, huh? but I'm going to insult your, your profession real quick. No, I mean, I know a lot. I actually am friends now with a couple with of... With all these vultures. With yeah. all these vultures. Yeah, I'm friends. Because I, feed my, when, I feed my friends to them. Right, right. Because once you have your own vulture who's like, you know, that's yours, then the other ones leave you alone. That's fair. That's like, You can say, oh, I already have one. <laughs> I already have a vulture. Get away. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and once you do, you just have to find the right one. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's done. But but at finding first, the right one's hard. Oh my gosh! I remember I got to this point where, and and they never tell you. They don't tell you what they want to talk about. Um, so they don't tell you that they're going to trap you in a corner for forty minutes and try to pressure you into utilizing their services. And so I got to this point where I remember sending this email, where this this gentleman wanted to have a lunch meeting. At Panera, and I said, absolutely, I would be happy to meet with you. However, here's just, I just want to be very upfront with you. If you are a financial advisor and you are wanting to in any way talk to me about money, my way, my, my answer is no, I'm not interested. But past that, I'm more than happy to discuss with you any other business topics. <laughs> and he canceled the meeting. Oh, did he really? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't had that. Uh, specifically because of COVID, I've really got gotten lucky. 
with my time to start doing this networking because right now it's great. Mm-hmm. You set up your meetings and people don't want to meet with you in person at all for one, but they also don't want to meet with you over zoom if they're trying to sell you. They feel it feels different. Nobody really does that right. now. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just been really interesting. The other thing I've learned from networking though, that I, I meant to mention earlier is the utilizing like the Facebook groups if you're looking for a service or something, you go to one of my, I usually go to my networking mm-hmm. group and I'll say, Hey, I need this service. Anybody in the group, uh, provide that. And you kind of get that in-person feedback of, Oh yeah, that's, that's true. You know, but so you and I have two very different perspectives when it comes to networking because so by now I've, I've worked with, um, so many great people and great companies, um, I found a lot of mentors in in networking groups, and I don't mean networking as far as just going to networking groups and events, but I mean it as far as uh, going to going to conventions and just That's talking so interesting. to I was random completely people. Completely thinking of I, pure, I forgot pure about all of that. Groups. Yeah, no, ne- I literally forgot that networking, networking is so much more, and and a lot of I'm times stuck in my office by myself. Yeah, you know, I found that. The strongest networking connections that I have to individuals is from people I asked to mentor me because I I realized that I had no idea what I was. I had no clue of things that I was doing. No clue. I knew I was screwing up, but I didn't know where in business I was. I I was messing up. So I asked people to mentor me and you you find find, your mentor. Oh, that's I guess that's probably a whole nother discussion, but I, I mean, it definitely can be. Yeah, we, we could we could actually probably turn that into a topic is men- mentoring, but I can I can certainly say so you want to find it you want to find different mentors in different spaces, um, but something that relates to your business or what you're doing. So for instance, um, one of my mentors was a uh, corporate attorney who ended up finding a small business of their own. They grew it into this big empire. Um, and the business itself was just amazing. And it dealt with a lot of logistics that I really respected. And the whole processes, I, I wanted to tap into how I could do that, replicate that with my business. So I just reached out on LinkedIn and asked them if they would have a couple of minutes to, to spare with me. Um, and they said yes. And now I've been working with them for Five plus years. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. But I mean, networking conventions. I mean, I've found mentors. Oftentimes it's people either that you ask to mentor or that you help. Like don't always go into situations just trying to pitch your business. That is the worst way to go about it. Try to try to think about how you can genuinely help another person and kind of put your selfishness to the side. Like Everyone's after something, but everyone is always surprised if you don't ask something from them. Hmm. That's interesting. So how has that worked? Build your network. It's helped greatly. Um, For instance, I I got a call today from someone who is, they they were letting me know that some uh, pretty big officials were coming into town. Um, they were bringing in a lot of media with them and they were putting together a panel essentially of, uh, veteran business owners and they wanted me to be a part of the panel. 
um, which panels is another thing. That's networking. That absolutely. I you know this about me. Anytime every single panel. If any person ever asks me to be on a panel, I always one hundred percent say yes. And you always one hundred percent show up. I always Don't show flake. up. Do, Do not flake. Do not flake. Yes, I have. I'm very proud that I have built a reputation. That if you call me and you need me for a panel, if I'm available, I will be there. Um, I've got a couple of universities where I'm like we're really good friends now, and they call me every time they have a panel that, like that, that's in my field. So every time, because they know I'll always show up, I will always try my hardest to be available for them. Which makes them like you. And yeah. liking someone in business does make a difference. It does. It does. It, it helps. Um, it, you know, that's how people will start to recommend you. Um, and by now, I mean, nowadays, I would say all of my business meetings are from people who have referred us. They already know about us. I mean, and all You're not of pitching it, cold anymore. I'm not pit, Exactly. I'm not having to pitch the company to death to Everyone who will listen, you know, I remember those days. Oh man, me too. Yeah. You would meet somebody, you would purposely run into people in the store or something. <laughs> you would do so many little <laughs> tactics just to talk about so Troopster. <laughs> Have you heard so, about this care pack? Have you heard about Troopster? Let me tell you. <laughs> like a little salesperson. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and do you remember, like I was taking, um, I spent all of my military leave, so I had no leave for like the holidays to go see family because I was using all of my leave to go to these conferences and, and military spouse mm-hmm. fests and all of these festivals and anywhere where I can get a booth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, so do you think paying for booths is worth it? That's a great question. Um, I actually had a friend reach out, um, a couple of days ago to ask about a, a specific conference that's in our realm and they had asked, you know, the price tag. And for this particular conference, it's $2,000 to $4,000. Oh, my God. Just to have a, yeah, $2,000 to $4,000 just to have a booth there, right? But, okay, for this particular conference, there are some really big names, like very well-known CEOs, top, like the, the big echelon companies are going to be there. Yeah. Um, and you would have the opportunity to network with some of them right but they like what you're doing yeah they'll come up to you and talk to you it could be it could be a game changer yeah absolutely i remember we went to one yeah we had someone really big come up to us after oh yeah and and i mean i've i've had other friends who are in the startup industry who couldn't afford a conference ticket but they still brought their booth and they set their booth up out in the hallway outside of where the conference was being held and I mean, they had like Canon walk up and sign a contract with them. Wow, that's insane! Yeah, they didn't pay to be a part of the conference. I love that so much. That hallway. sounds like something you would do. That I would be like, absolutely, this, would, this isn't going to work. Absolutely. Well, and here's where I'm getting to the point of the story: is that I always try to negotiate down, like always. I recognize that that here's essentially what I'll say sometimes is I recognize that's your, that's your booth cost, um, and I, I greatly value that. However, with my budget, it, it's not in that it's not an opportunity for me to do that. But here's what I could potentially offer 
you. Um, and so I try to make it to where I can offer them other things. Like sending out care packs in their names. In their or name. Right, right. So I Other forms of advertisement for them. Exactly. Yeah. So so for one conference, we sent out 500 care packages um, as a sponsorship from that conference for allowing us to be there, you know? Um, and so we've done things along those lines be, because, you know, every every business, big or small, even conferences, they want to market. They're a business too. They want to get the word out there. So just try. You got to be. And everybody, everybody there needs something, whether it's yeah, a big CEO absolutely. or a small one. Yeah. There's a reason why they're there. So you yeah. just have to find out what they need. Yes. And hopefully you can fill that need. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You are an entrepreneur. You're not always going to have the money that it takes to get into things like this. And so you've got to think outside the box. And I think business people will all appreciate that. Oh, yeah. A lot of times. Like, except for the the conference, obviously. They probably would not appreciate that. (laughs) You just didn't pay for a booth and just set it up right there and still got all their traffic. Oh, yeah. For the, yeah, when they set up in the hallway. Yeah. That was not me, but I love that story. I think everybody appreciates it except for that that conference. They're probably like, oh, yeah. Really? You're going to set up right there? Right. Right. Oh, man. And that startup, I love, I love, I love those guys. Yeah. I really do. I just love the startup community. Um, like the energy with entrepreneurs is always so much fun. It's just a blast. It's hard. You know, we're all struggling, but we're also starry-eyed. It's great. <laughs> it's interesting to have a little community like that. It, yeah, it is. It is. And um, But, I mean, even that aspect is networking because startups that you've you've grown up with, um, you all know each other from the same pitching competitions, from the same incubators, from the same accelerators. And so after a while, um, you're able to, I mean, that that is your So network. that's interesting that you, you bring that up, uh, pitching. That's a form of networking. Absolutely. The way you're saying it, I never really thought of it, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, you that's networking. You're meeting it, the people it, you're pitching to and you're networking with the people that you're absolutely competing against yes. essentially. Yes. And again, every time that I pitched it for those competitions, um, you're meeting the other startups. You're also meeting potential investors that are in the audience. Mm. And always I'm seriously have to reiterate this, but always come at every conversation with how you can help them. That is the best way to network because they will you will be more memorable if you are genuinely trying to help them as opposed to just asking for for a leg up for your company. I don't know. Networking sometimes could be overwhelming. Oh, having, absolutely. Having to meet new people all the time. Yeah. And you're kind of putting yourself out there. You're pitching yourself. And it and it does depend on the events. Um I personally uh, you know, I, I like um, some networking groups. Um, not, not all of them though. I, I do get tired of, you know, this, doing the same pitch over and over. It's just not, it's not my personality. Um, but the networking where I'm going to conferences or pitch deck, you know, pitch competitions or th- things along those lines, I can't get enough of those. So it definitely depends on the person, you know, to How find, do you your find these opportunities. Like, oh. how do you, you're all, you that's a used great to be question. always in pitch competitions. Yeah, I was. Um, that's a great question. So a lot of it, I'm not kidding you, 
was from referrals from mm. other people, from from genuinely networking. So here's how I started. Um, started out where I launched I launched my business, and I'm running this thing out of my house. I have no idea what I'm doing, um, and so I man, which one? What was the very first one? I think. Oh, I remember. Okay, so this is a this is a really weird story for how I found my first networking group. I didn't Google. I didn't even know that networking was a thing. That's how. <laughs> really? I swear to God, that is how far out of the business loop I was. So I had just just started this company. That's so funny. Yeah, and the the only thing I had done up to that point was I had been to the Veterans Business Outreach Center. Right, mm-hmm. which is that is a um, veteran business center that helps uh, small veteran-owned businesses, and they are ran by the Small Business Administration. And the only reason I had been there was because the military gave you days off of work <laughs> <laughs> to go to their boots to business class. Right. So get to work on your business yeah. or sit in your office. Exactly. And do nothing. Right. Right. So the military would actually allow me to go spend. A week at this boots to business oh, class. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with our job, the last six months, your replacement's already there, so you're not doing oh, any work. Right. Yeah. So, and I figured, well, I, I, you know, I don't have a business degree. Um, I, I really want to get this business up and running, but I have no idea what I'm doing. This seems perfect. So I go to this boots to business class. Loved it. I loved it so much that I took that class like two or three more times. Uh, (laughs) partially to get out of work, but also because it was just so fun learning. Um, so that was my, my first thing. And that, that is kind of a a little bit of networking because they, they will tell you about other classes. They told me about, um, other workshops, other training workshops that I could attend out like in the city. Um, and some of them were, or like basic accounting. Uh, one of them brought in a lawyer, which was John. Oh, I'm not going to say his last name. But <laughs> <laughs> I almost forget we're recording. I know. I do too. I do too. Um, but, but anyway, but I mean, that's, that's how I met uh, John where he said his first name. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I met John. Um, John Doe. Yeah. John Doe. And, um, and that was my first start. But then what got me into my first networking group was I was I was at my command, the Navy command, and someone had roped me into this um, this like fundraising committee at for the command. Oh, where, okay. Yeah, where we would raise money for like the uh, the holiday command party. Yeah, of course. Right for the Navy, mm-hmm. and um and uh, like until I got there. Their sales were, were off. Like they they hadn't raised very much money at all, like nothing, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, and so I had this idea to do a uh, a burrito sale, yeah, yeah, like breakfast burritos, and we were gonna do all of these different things. But the breakfast burrito one was a hit, and so I went out in town. I found this local uh cafe, artist Starv- cafe, starving artist, starving artist cafe. Yep. Uh, they were speaking like, of. I needed. We have a networking. Uh, meeting that we're going to together. Do we? Okay. It's at the Starving Artist, yeah. and it's learning how to cook with two. <laughs> oh, it's gosh. like a couple okay. networking event oh, with BizConnect. Cool. They're partnering with BizConnect to do really? it. Really? Oh, yeah. that'll be fun. That'll be cool. Okay. So that, I thought that'd yeah. be really networking. So you the, could do per- networking perfect. with anybody. Exactly. You can. 
Well, and so I um, I had given them a call because they were the only place I could find that did like breakfast burritos, right? So uh, I, I go over there. They had just opened. And and I was talking to them and I was like, hey, I work for this command. Do you think you could give us, because they were like $14 a burrito. Oh, man. Like, could you give us 50% off and I'm going to sell these and then we'll buy them ahead of time and, and sell them at my command. Um, and the first one was a hit, right? Yeah. And I started working with um, the the safety instructor at, at the command. Yeah. So every time uh, he had a fire drill, he would let me know ahead of time. And I would sell burritos <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> you little hustler. <laughs> yeah. So like killed it. Killed my sales. <laughs> just forced everybody to it see it. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Oh, definitely yeah. get one of those burritos. Me, like, oh, it was awesome. <laughs> all it those, was so great. All those people that never leave their yeah. office, so they never even see it. It was awesome. And then, like, in the winter when we'd have fire drill, I would also sell, like, accessories. Hot like, hot cocoa. Yeah, and coffee. <laughs> it was it was so great. I had it I had it worked out so perfectly. Um, but You were meant to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Uh, but, but I remember I was at this uh, starving artist one day. And we were just talking about business as these burritos, you know, it was like 400 burritos were being brought out. And uh, I, I had mentioned that I had just started my own business and that I, you know, I had done some marketing and some advertising and, and I wanted to grow it. And they were like, hey, you know, what? we're a part of this really awesome networking group. You know, what? we're how about we connect you with the founder? <laughs> and and that was that was Laura. Yeah, of course. I yeah. I figured so, that. Yeah. So so um I, I met her during a lunch break. I was in uniform. I brought my business plan, that first one, with me. It was a good business plan. Right. Well, because I thought to be a part of a business group, like I needed to be admitted. She needed to look to, over my to business see what plan. Kind of business, yes. That's so funny. I never even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought <laughs> Did you bring that to her? I did. Oh I my did. god, that's so funny. <laughs> I did. I thought I needed you know, it was like a secret club. <laughs> and so I, I never knew, knew that. No, oh yeah, I knew nothing about business. That's a <laughs> after being in it for just this little bit of time, I realized no one has any credentials. No, no. There's nothing you need to yes, show. Yes, no. You can be you could literally not even have a job and you could go just be show in the up. Ne- Yeah, just show up. Just they show don't up. care. <laughs> they don't care. It's Pay your dues. You're good. Pay, that's it. That's all they care about. Yeah, no. So I, I brought her my entire business plan. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I met her in uniform for lunch and I was like, uh, yeah, hi. Um, I like called her by her last name and hi, miss, you know, oh my here's, God. here's my business plan. Here, here's what I plan to do. Here's my projection for the next three to five years. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then from there, I just, that's when I really, she, she invited me to her and it was brand new back then, mm. by the way, like it, it was within the first three months Wow. of opening. Yeah. Brand new. So joined this networking group and loved it. And then I started looking for other networking groups because once I, once I knew what, like that was, that, that was a thing. Yeah. You couldn't turn it off in my head. So I started looking for others and. Yeah, went from there. So your interest really was immediate. The first networking group, you're like, I'm hooked. Yeah, and you know, and did I did you get anything out of it, out of the meeting? Oh my gosh, did I ever? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, she she actually connected me with someone in Virginia Beach, um, and I like r- right off the bat, Laura was such a strong advocate for Troopster. Like she she helped promote us. Um, she talked to 
everyone about Troopster. She she was honestly one of those pivotal people people who helped to project to like push us forward. She she That's helped amazing. to propel us forward. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was my. I stumbled into networking. <laughs> so at what point do you stop? finding networking events to be useful. Like at what point is it more of a time suck than it is value add? So, okay. So th- this is an interesting question on- only because I, I, I want to kind of reword what you're saying. Um, it will, it will never stop being valuable to network like network in general you will forever when you're in business be networking but i was um, talking specifically. i know you're but for the groups well but here's where it's different um so we're we're members of like three or four networking groups and i no longer go to those networking groups because it it got to a point where um I was going to so many that I wasn't I wasn't able to focus on the administrative tasks of running the business and I was having all of these meetings that I wasn't able to actually um, be a value add to my team. So for for me, I had to bring in a couple of employees, a couple of people um, and and now we have at least two people who are able to go to these networking meetings. Um, essentially, on troop to represent Troopster, so networking for the business as opposed to right, personal. Right. So, so at some point, you remove yourself from those specific networking groups, but you do not remove the company. The company remains in them, just because there's there is always if if you have the opportunity to continue um, promoting your business, um, you never know what opportunities are going to be there. But I do think you should have the right person at those events. Um, you really want someone who's who's really friendly, who's very knowledgeable, um, who can recognize the power of of connections and um, and partnerships. And that's the kind of, you want to have the right person going to them. So, do you do any networking on LinkedIn? I do. Yeah, a lot of networking on LinkedIn. Um, my my networking, um, I would say. My whole networking experiences have really altered to where even though I no longer go to the networking groups, I am networking every single day in that. Um, so I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm commenting and posting on um, posts that I find really interesting. That's Isn't a form that so of crazy networking. That social media has become a form of networking. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's actually a staple now. It, it is. And especially LinkedIn, you should be on LinkedIn. If you are a startup, an entrepreneur, a founder, you need to be on LinkedIn and you need to get your LinkedIn profile to a, I mean, to a high standard. You really do. It's, it's such a powerful tool for making connections, for making partners and sponsors. How do you do it? How do do you get it to that level? No. How do you, what are the steps to reaching out to somebody or how do you even do you need an introduction first or can you just message somebody or what's the what is the etiquette for that so you want to build your network with individuals who are going 
Okay, so it's not like Facebook, where Facebook is pretty much anyone that you want to be friends with, you connect with. LinkedIn, you want to make very valuable connections with people who are either in your industry or who can help your business to grow. And starting off the bat, you do not want to cold call anyone. You do not want to cold message anyone. You want to go to these networking groups. You want to find um, people who you think are, are very valuable to your business, and you want to connect with them on LinkedIn. You want to go to your chamber um, because every every city has has um, business professional groups. Um, like you have chambers, you have city council meetings, um, and you're able to go to those and join those. And so you want to link up with those individuals. Those are the individuals who are who are running big businesses out in town. So you want to find them and connect with them. And then once you have built up those connections on LinkedIn, um, and once you know a little bit more about your industry, then you can start making, technically you can make some cold messages, but you really want to have your network um, at like you warm have, introductions. Yeah, you, you want your own essentially blue check mark the equivalent on, on LinkedIn, I mean, which is kind of so you want a strong network already behind you, so people will know that you're validated, that you're yes, you're a real person with a real right. business with a right. Um, those warm that's all I meant whenever warm, I said the yeah, check mark. Yeah, warm introductions are, are very valuable. Um, and then after a while, once you get to that point, once you get past like 500, and you have um, a lot of networking uh, individuals in common, um, then you can start reaching out to people. You can say, you know. Hey, my name is Chelsea. I, I operate a nonprofit out in Norfolk. Um, I was looking at your your industry, and I just had a quick question for you regarding um, some of the processes you do. If you have a little bit of time, would you mind just giving me a call? Like you, that's the other thing. You do not want to fangirl these people. Like, do not. I don't <laughs> respond to fangirls. Really? Yeah, I really don't. I mean, sometimes I do. But <laughs> what do you mean by fangirling? Um, sometimes you can come on way too strong. Okay, but what's the difference between being coming on strong and showing appreciation? Um. So, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you a really embarrassing story. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you had one. I was I've trying got, to pull it out. It was like pulling I've teeth. Got a really embarrassing story. Only because I know that you yeah. lack. You lack sometimes that social sense. Oh, I Just, do. I do. I do. I, I do lack that social sense sometimes. Um, but and for I, me, it's second nature. <laughs> like it, yeah, but, you, but because of that, you take no risks. Exactly. And, I, and you're see, exactly and I'm, right. I'm too risky sometimes. Okay, tell me your story. I okay, all right. So um, the year is 2016. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So it's 2016. And I'm at this conference, and the guest speaker is this, like, amazing superhero who was in the military, saved a bunch of babies from, like, an IED exploding, uh, like, amazing guest speaker from Boeing, right? Just awesome. And um, I've been in business, you know, just a little bit. And couple months. Couple, yeah. And I, and I really and I really want to grow. Like I want, I want the world to jump on board with my vision. You think as soon as one person hears about it, everybody exactly. will love it. Exactly. There's no way they don't love it. Yeah. And so I have to get 
this whale of a person like to to jump on board, right? So I'm going I'm going to do everything I can to get that person. God, this story is so embarrassing. So <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I I've, I've got a um a person who's like manning the booth and I'm in the conference watching the the event. And uh this this guest speaker was like running a little late. And um, so he needed somewhere to put his bags. So my person at the booth, um, like, said, oh, you, you can put your bags at our booth. And then she essentially held him hostage, right? Because she knew how bad that I wanted to, to get that conversation going. Um, so he gives his, gives his speech, awesome speech, right? And he comes off the stage and everyone just bombards him, right? Not a problem. I've got his luggage. Oh right? my god! <laughs> like that's how my mind was thinking, right? Like already in the crazy zone because I got to get my network terror terrorist. Yeah, I'm a network, I became a network terror. Yeah, but okay. So I'll continue my story. Um, all right. So cuts he like makes through the line. You know, he's got he, business cards like coming out of every pocket that he owns with people who've just slipping them in there, um, and. So I, he comes up and I get his business card and I give him our, our information sheet. <laughs> um, and the moment he leaves, I like call, I call him and, and I'm oh, physically so cringing. bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, so I call, uh, oh. and I'm like, Hey, uh, I work with this company, um, just met you, just wanted to follow up. Um, and then I also like LinkedIn messaged him. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, it was such a crash and burn moment. Such a crash and burn moment. And, um, coming on strong one Oh one. Oh Jesus. Chelsea. Do not ever do any of this. (laughs) I don't care how good you think your business is or who should get to see it. Do not do, do not do this exact thing. (laughs) Do not. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I loved how needy you sounded. I was so desperate. And and that's why so sometimes I really feel for these startups who reach out to me. Um and that and that's why that's why I said that I, I do sometimes um message back purely because I've been in their shoes. You know? And and like I've been at that position. I mean think what troops are still growing, right? Yeah. We could we could still use a giant. You could always use someone to help you. Yeah, you know, like a big company. But I remember being in that like real early stage where you just wanted anyone to pay attention to you. You know, like anyone. Um, and it's yeah, I just that that's why every now and then if if I get some, I, I really try to help them out any way I can. <laughs> Man, so you found your, your all your mentors on through networking. You found absolutely, yeah, business connections. Yep, and and taking it slow. So after oh, I that's just, what I was gonna. That's I why I was I was bridging. Yeah. Have you lost any business connections because of networking, or maybe not responding to people, or yes, lots, things? lots. Yeah, um, I I really have. I have lost some amazing connections. And when I mean amazing connections, I mean I accidentally burnt the bridge of a former NFL player because 
Yeah. And, but I mean, so to be fair, we, um, we had like this, this big plan in works, um, to, to do this event. Um, and because of who they were, I went outside of my normal, um, strategy for how we do it. So first of all, that, that was, that was like a red flag. Um, it was for a pack event and normally the sponsor pays up front and then we bring everything to location. Right. But this individual, um, wanted to have the event there, but wasn't going to be the sponsor. So then I agreed to that, even though I had no sponsor who was going to foot the $10,000 bill. Right. Yeah. Like, and so then I was trying to find sponsors, even though I wasn't going to be holding the event at their location, it was going to be held at this other person's location. And and the even harder part is you had no network outside of our area. Right. Yeah. So you were trying to reach out to companies with no introductions, no network right? in a different state. Yeah. Halfway across the country. Right. So I, I kind of got, um, like starstruck, right. And I went completely out of my normal process. Wow. You would have never done that now. I would never do that now. It doesn't matter who it it is. It literally doesn't matter. And so, you know, and that's really the thing is that even though I have screwed up royally, I have learned so much. Like there's so many things that we have in place now purely because of how badly I screwed up. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I I like to learn um by like falling off a cliff. <laughs> just, Not a horse, a cliff. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, I don't fall off the horse. I I fall straight down the cavern. <laughs> God. I fumble around in the dark. I bit. wish there was a camera for some of these moments, just like it, it feels like it could be a good vlog. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It probably could be. <laughs> um, yeah, I, oh man, I've, I've become so overwhelmed where I've ghosted people. Um, I have dropped out emails, you know, it's just, it's tough to, to start a business and, and you feel so overwhelmed. Cause it's 24 seven. It's 24 seven. It's all the time. You were, you were having people email you and message you from every possible angle all the time. And you have to respond. Well, but that's the thing. Um, So when I first started, that's what I thought. I thought that I had to respond immediately, like 100%, and I ran myself ragged. Um, And what the, the key is is that you really have to set boundaries for yourself. So if you say from... 5 to 8 p.m., that is my family time, then that's exactly what you do. You turn everything off from 5 to 8 p.m. You do not check your phone. You do not check your emails. You are present with your family. And that that kind of gives you a little bit of a mental break. It gives you a barrier. And so that way, when you do come back, you come back strong. You, you know, it's just that, um, so like everything, everything I do now, Um, Every conversation I had today in reaching out to people for this panel, um, in reaching out to our, for this upcoming event that we have, 
literally everyone that I talk to now is someone that at, at some point it was from either a networking event or some sort of a some sort of a lunch engagement or just something where it, it was just networking at first. Like it, it wasn't. Now you have a great network. Yeah. Yeah. So just don't don't underestimate the power of networking. And even though for the first couple of years, it's going to seem really hard and very intimidating. You're not quite sure what to do, or you might get tired of it, or, you know, just keep, keep pushing it. If you care about your business, if you care about what you're doing and you want to share that with others, then do that, share it with other people. And you wouldn't believe eventually you are going to build a network of individuals who do believe in what you're doing, who, who want to help you grow and support that business. And it's just, it's really gonna it's really gonna come out for you. Well, that wraps up our show. All right, I guess we will see you later. I hope you got a lot out of this, and we will see you next time.